Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Telling you, if I was ever king of New York City, I would ban any president from being allowed in our city because all they do is cause traffic. That's all they do. Okay. You want to speak to the UN? I got an idea. Zoom. You want to do an interview on CBS or NBC or wherever the hell you want to do an interview? I got a great idea. Zoom! You are not allowed in New York City if you are the president of the United States. There's a few rules. You're not allowed to drive. That's a, that's an actual rule. The president <laughs> of the United States is not allowed to drive. That's true. The former presidents of the United States also not allowed to drive. Why? But... I don't want to give it away. A few of our ex-presidents have broken that rule. There's no way, even if I was former president, mm-hmm. I would let someone else drive for me. I know. There's no chance. That's why George W. Bush would get in trouble. Because <laughs> my man's like, I'm driving. I don't give a damn what you tell right, me. You can follow me. Right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm driving. He's like, arrest me. All right. You ain't going to. So anyhow, that'd be my rule. I'd ban all presidents from New York City. And I'm sorry. Now we're 30 seconds late for uh, this. Cinco de Fivo with Evan and Tiki on The Fan. Cinco de Fivo is brought to you by Helix Wireless, connecting everything everywhere. And by Wendy's, where a president's not allowed to drive through the drive-thru. Try the new pretzel baconator today. Imagine being told I can't go get a junior bacon cheeseburger at Wendy's because I was president. Unfair. Unfair. Get someone else to do it for you. Exactly. So Rempy Mania has continued to sweep this uh, beautiful area. Game winner. Scored a goal Saturday. First uh, player since 1985 for the Rangers to have a game-winning goal and a fight in the same game. Had two fights over the weekend. So the internet's starting to be a buzz. You know, we had Tommy Cutlets. Now we're going to give you the five best nicknames for Matt Rempe. Oh. All right. Here Let's we go. Here we go. Number five. Dude, I give you a few right off the top. All right. right up. Number five is the Danger Ranger. <laughs> Danger Ranger. <laughs> Dangerous. That sounds like a Nickelodeon show. This, this, is, this is getting absurd, this Matt Rempe guy. Yeah, by the way, these are all taken from the internet. So okay. Here we go. The Danger Ranger. Okay. Number four. DeVito on skates. What? Why would he be like it Tommy DeVito? I don't get that at all. Because of the buzz around him and people thinking it's going to be a three-week thing? Is Matt Rempe no. from New Jersey? That's not the point. No, I'm just uh, curious. I don't know where he's from. Is he Canadian? I don't know. I actually don't know where he's from. Uh, they think he's got his 15 minutes of fame. Pretty much. Over. That's the thought process. I don't process. think so, man. I think he's being groomed to be the next, like, the next enforcer. What? 
Yeah, I agree. By the way, my guess was correct. Matt Rempe from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Right. Otherwise known as Calgary. No chance okay. he was. <laughs> Number three. Remp Beast. Mm. Remp Beast. What's the matter there, Evan? I'm just disgusted by Remp this guy. Beast. Because I got a nickname for him. Criminal. Thug. Guy who should not be allowed to skate anymore. Interesting. Mm. Bad guy. All right, great Bad guy. guy. Kind of like Just fighting everybody. Oh, yeah. Just fighting everybody. What's wrong Elbowing with Elbowing guys in the helmets. He did Disgusting. not elbow him. That was his shoulder. Yeah. Whatever. And by the way, being challenged to fights and accept him so he's not a wuss. Yes. Here we go. Number two. The Rempire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that one. <laughs> you convinced me. That one got me good. All right. And finally. Number one. The New York Giant. Oh. All the New York Giant. It's you. Does he like football even? No, no, but he's a giant. I know, but he's, he's a giant. He's the New York Giant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't up the names I ranked. Them. Isn't this getting absurd with everybody challenging him to a fight before games? Is this not absurd yet? Are we at the absurd well, point or no? I would tell you the absurd point is people being angry with him, which you are, because what is he supposed to do when on his first shift, the next goon on the other team comes over to him, <laughs> right. grabs him? It's like a circus act no, now. Everybody wants a piece of him. That's not Rempy's fault. What's he supposed to do? He's a young kid trying to prove something. He has to drop the gloves. Is this going to continue forever? Like, before every wow. game, is someone going to challenge him? I'm, I'm sure everybody wants a piece of him, but at some point, on the back-to-backs especially, yeah. you can't be getting into a fist fight on back-to-back. The days. Blue Jackets. No, it wasn't a Blue Jacket. The Ooh. Flyers? It was the Flyers. Was it the Flyers? Where well, he was the Flyer talking, fight was amazing. Where he was talking afterwards, because they were in the... Yeah. They were in the thing together. And they were just jawing back and forth. He, and the I, devil game, too. They did that but, with but, no, I think it was definitely the Flyers game because he said, he was just giving them pointers. Yeah. Like he was telling, like, hey, good fight, kid. You know, well, this is going to happen. And, blah, 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 blah. And we learned a lesson in hockey fights. If you get, if you fall to the ground first, that doesn't mean you lost. It's who's bloodied because he beat the <laughs> crap out of that guy on the Flyers and he was left bloodied Rempy. That Flyer-Rempy fight. Who's the guy on the Flyers? Desjarnais. Desjarnais? Yeah. yeah. That was a hell of a fight. Yes. Dude, that yes. was... That was as good of a hockey fight as you're ever going to see. And, he, and Philly playing the fight bell like correct. it was real rocky. Rippy doesn't look like an enforcer. Like, because he's such a, like, he's a clean looking kid. Yeah. Right? He looks, he smiles. But he's not mean. But he takes punches to the face. He doesn't end up bloodied in any of these. Yeah. It's because they're, they're reaching so far, there's no power. Yeah. I'm with you, Rempire State Building. That's his new nickname. All right. Well, there you go. There That's you go, Day 5. Thank you very and much. And by the way, Tiki, tell me who's a bigger baby. You ready? Mm. Have a little contest called Who's a Bigger Baby? We've got Sean Morash. What? Who, yeah, you're a candidate. <laughs> Who's a bigger baby? <laughs> yeah, you're a candidate. So the Rangers last night played Columbus, and they put their 10-game winning streak on the line, which, if I'm not mistaken, had tied yeah. the longest winning streak they had in franchise history right. with the one from 1940 and one other one that they had. Yep. Okay. I wasn't they, impressed. I said 15. Yeah, you said I need to get to 15. So they win 10 in a row. They're playing Sunday night against Columbus. Columbus is not a good team. I actually went on social media at about 5.30 and said, Rangers are losing tonight. For some reason, now, people, Why did you think that that was going to happen? Because, because of the back-to-back? No, it wasn't the back-to-back. It was more, they've won 10 in a row. They won an emotional game against Philly because we know the rivalry that exists, mm-hmm. especially between the cities, the franchises, and all that. And now you're facing on a Sunday night a crappy team. Right. And it's an easy letdown spot. Right. So Sterkin's on goal. Quick is in there. So I tweeted that out, not to start a fight mm. with Ranger fans. I was actually defending them on Saturday night, but just more a prediction. And I've been pretty good with some of these predictions right. lately. I've been on a little bit of a heater. So I was like, heat check for Evan. 
So I just put it out there. I think the Rangers are going to lose tonight. I get so much hate, man. Like, you worry about your own team, you redheaded loser. And then the other words I can't even describe. Meanwhile, I'm just making a sports prediction. Like, I wasn't like calling anybody's mom's names or anything like that. I was making a sports prediction. So the Rangers lose the game. And Sean Morash immediately goes on social media to make an excuse. He writes, quote, The Rangers, not surprisingly, look dog-tired. They need a couple of days off and a breather. First of all, facts. not surprisingly, where were you at 5.30 defending my honor when I was basically huh. saying the same thing without the specificity? I'll, I'll tell you where I was at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday working my sixth day of the week on our sister station, BetQL, giving out my favorite hockey play of the day, which was Blue Jackets Moneyline. Doesn't count. No one listens to it. Sorry. I apologize. It doesn't count. Okay, Craig Carton. (laughs) I didn't hear it. So that's excuse number one. I want you to file that away in your bank as baby. Is that a baby line? You ready? Okay. Well, you need the competition. Saturday night, the New York Knicks play the Boston Celtics, and let's just face it, they get their ass kicked by a better team. Is what it is. Got close for a minute. Eh, sure. Or two. Tommy Lugauer goes on social media mm. to write, had the Knicks beat the Celtics on Saturday night, the coalition of haters would have just said regular season game. But since they lost, everyone is coming at me. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile priority has a certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Claiming I made an excuse to point out the Knicks aren't at full strength. And here's his tweet no, about not. full strength. They're not. The Celtics are playing at full strength. The Knicks aren't. Plain and simple. Wait, you lost! You sat here on Friday but, talking about how you're going to beat them. You those, knew they weren't going to be at full strength. You lost the game. But that's still facts. Oh, what are you saying? They're not, it's not factual. Just, just don't lay it on facts. Lay it on facts that you're not at full strength. Something's, something's, I mean, you have to give facts. You knew those facts well, for going context, into facts the matter. game. Of course I, we all knew the, the, the going into the game. So don't say it after the fact. Same thing with Sean. Both of you guys are big babies. No. If you think your team's going to lose and you already have the excuse written, say it before the game starts. Lugie, was your was your Lugauer on Friday about the Knicks not being at full strength? No. Well, oh, okay, no. No, but Lugie popped on our show on Friday saying they were going to beat the Celtics. He said it on the air. Uh, I never heard anything about that. Well, I don't think I said that, that on was, the air. That was fan muscles. No, but I didn't say they were going to beat them on Saturday. I just said that I'm not scared of them. And I think I was proven correctly. Jason Tatum basically out there, you know, you uh, were proven- strolling in the park. Yeah, he, like did, he, he did feel like it did feel like he was talking about postseason. Yeah. You were proven correctly. You haven't beaten them no. this season. The Celtics have not <laughs> faced the Knicks at average. full strength. 
They haven't. So? They haven't faced him with OG Ananobi, with Burks, with Bogey, the new look Knicks. So what do you mean, so? So they haven't faced him yet at full strength. By the way, so those are the new, York, the new look Knicks because who knows when Randall's playing. Right. Or, or OG, who's not playing in the right. regular season, maybe. So, but your point so, is, who was crying worse? Yeah, which one was a bigger baby? Huh. Mr. We're tired or Mr. We're injured? I, I think... Because I have my answer. It's going to surprise a fact. Okay. I, I can't excuse tiredness. Yeah, no, I agree. Hold on. I think Sean's no, the bigger no, baby. No, I agree. No, no. You're, you're the bigger no, baby, Sean. No, you can't. You can't excuse tiredness. It's not an excuse. Don't make you're, me you're, tell. You're 50. How many games into the season? And the other thing 50, is at 58 least... games into the season. Yeah. Now you're fatigued. Well, here's oh, the, oh, no. They hey, played, real quick. Here's the other thing. And they oh. played back-to-back. So the, the Devils. The other reason <gasps> is that... That's true. And, and they, they lost. Luki. Of course they did. But the Tampa the the Rays are better. I mean, the not the Rays. Rays. The, the, uh, By the, the way, the Lightning are better. The Rays are better. <laughs> yes, they are. The, the Lightning are better. The other reason why you're a bigger baby, like, Lugie and I could sit here arguing about the Celtics, like, the Knicks got their ass kicked by, in my opinion, the team that's going to win the NBA title. Mm-hmm. You got defeated by a crappy, crappy no. team. No, and you made no, an excuse no, 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 no. You're way off, pal. Here's the difference. It was Madison Square Garden, national TV, under the lights Saturday night. Jalen Brunson's still in the court, right? Top five player, Lugie. He was great. And no one else was. The Boston Celtics basically go Harlem Globetrotters on the Knicks for two and a half hours, and then you came out with your coalition excuse. All I did on a dreary Sunday night was get to my second game of the weekend, knowing my team had played five of eight days, and I was making a simple observation. His excuse was at Nick Haters. My excuse was at what I watched. Mm. The, that wasn't the Ranger team we saw that 10-game win streak. They looked tired. I acknowledged they were tired. And by the way, what are they supposed to win? 20 games in a row? No, no, no. Right. It's like the Knicks were on some I, long win streak. I don't want you or anybody in the audience to miss the point here. It is okay that the Rangers lost on of Sunday. Of course. It is and okay. And my excuse is, is what happened. No, no, no. It's okay that the Rangers lost a game. It is okay that the Knicks lost to the Celtics. What's not okay are both of you guys, who, by the way, have a bet if you missed it on Friday, which team, Rangers versus Knicks, go further in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. the loser has to dress up as the trophy of the other team's sport. So Lugie loses, he'll have to dress up as the Larry O... Uh, I'm sorry, the Stanley Cup. Yes. And if Sean loses, he'll have to dress up as the Larry O'Brien trophy. So my issue isn't with the Knicks and Rangers losing. It happens. My excuse is with you two guys being giant babies. Can I pull a Joe Beningo and read a text message on the air here? Is Go everyone ahead. okay with that? Of course. So Marash, after the win on Saturday, goes, tomorrow we look to break the curse of the 1940 win streak. So he's always planning a hacky radio bit right there. They lose. but And then and he goes, well, whatever. No, and let me ask you this. If the Knicks were about to set a franchise record, right, for wins in a row, would Jalen Brunson sit? How is Igor not playing in that game? I agree. Oh, because he's soft. That's why. <laughs> and that's no. why you're not winning with this guy. How does he not demand to be on the ice? No. You drove to Ohio to play no. a game against a team 10 games under you know five why? And he was tired? You just that's walked, crap. You just walked yourself into something. Okay. This is exactly why the Rangers are going to go further than the Knicks because we have a coach that's actually won a championship that <laughs> understands it's about limiting certain players and protecting mm, themselves. And you don't want to win the President's Trophy anyway. Right, and right. 11 games in a row as much as it would have been nice and we were into no. it. There's a reason we all sat down. Give Vancouver the curse. Peter Laviolette <laughs> sat there and said, I need to sit this goalie because i got to protect him for himself. Tom Thibodeau is running your plays on the ground, no. getting him hurt. No, no. He doesn't care about when you he changes about, he can. No, no, you talked about the curse of 1940. You've won since 1940. So what curse? You won in 94. So you were already planning know, to thump your chest. No, I know you need a lesson on how to be funny. I was making a joke. 
Oh, it was a joke. Oh, uh, yeah. You I are a dog. Get no, funny. no, 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 no. I don't think enough people were in on the joke to get the joke. Correct. That's the only problem. I mean, it was Sean. you three. Sorry, I was Sean. hoping you guys would have got the. You're, you're still the bigger baby. So yeah, I think sorry. Sean's clearly the bigger I baby. So like like now you're attack. making it worse because you're you're adding on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Lugie, Just take I'm, the L. Lugie, I'm on your side, but that's not the last Ranger Nick thing I want to bring up. Oh God. What? So on Saturday night at Madison Square Garden. As the Celtics were kind of kicking the Knicks' ass uh-huh. in the fourth quarter of this game, I heard something at a Madison Square Garden, very loud, came through on my TV. I heard, let's go Celtic chance, and I also heard something else. Mm. Yankee suck chance. What? Yeah, because that's what <laughs> dumb Bostonians do. <laughs> losers. I mean, I don't want to insult them, but I guess I just did. Like, just making, they're making assumptions that the – Every Nick fan is a Yankee fan. That is correct. Yes, and also that's like that is kind of asinine. That's the thing. Like if they're going to chant about the Celtics, they need to throw in Yankee suck, Yankee suck. But whatever, that's okay. So the the Celtic fan invaded. Half, half the crowd was probably like, "Yeah, you're right." I know. Before, <laughs> before the Mets fans joined in. Right. Before Evan pivots for the payoff, I just want to say I have been at Yankee Red Sox games where the Red Sox are winning, and us Yankee fans have started eighteen and one chance at them. So it kind of goes both ways. I understand. And look, the Yankees suck chant is very permanent in the Boston soul. Even if they care less about the Yankees today than they did 20 years ago, that's kind of a thing. So whatever. The Celtic fan took over the arena. Mm. And I casually made the point and the observation, wow, that would never happen to the New York Rangers. Both play in the same arena. Mm. And, Sean, I think you'd agree with me. Like, that doesn't happen at Madison Square Garden when the Rangers are playing the Bruins. Nope, that happens at Prudential Center and UBS. That don't happen at MSG. Why that, why that the, was not necessary, the, by the way. Why the devil's hate? Why the devil's hate? I was just saying that when the opposing hockey... UBS hasn't been around long enough for people to be Coliseum, Barclays. Okay. All I'm saying, Tiki, is when the Boston hockey fans come in, they know, stay out of our house, there's two other little I just, houses to go I to. just want to make something clear. We are not talking about the Islanders, Devils, or Nets, so keep their names out your mouth, okay? We're talking about the big boys. Oh, so that bothers you now, okay. Well, I'm just saying they're irrelevant to the conversation. It is relevant. I'm just telling you where they go, they know they can't disrupt Ranger games. So... What does that say about Ranger fans and Nick fans that the Nick fan on a Saturday night, a hot ticket, it was like 400 bucks to get into that arena, allowed the Boston fan to take over their building, and that would never happen with the New York so Rangers. So just to be clear, I did not hear any of these chants, so oh, maybe you were on. watching a different game. I did not hear that. <laughs> There's but videos of Mike and Star Let's just them. say they existed. Clearly the hot ticket, 450 the Nick fan was priced out. The common man, the guy that goes there every game, oh, couldn't make it do. in the building. And then these dopey Celtic fans that are rich and spoiled bought up all the tickets. Now, again, I did not hear it, but that would be my reasoning. I did not hear it. You okay, know? Mike. But and we're Boston, tell- and hockey you. fans don't travel. But we're Who telling you it games? happened. They do, they do yeah. travel. Hockey fans travel. I think what happened is Nick fans have understood they've reached their peak this year. They had a great January. No. The Ranger fan knows that we are going to keep them out of our building. We have real hopes. Other than Lugie, no Nick fan actually believes. So why go there and subject yourself to an ass beating on a Saturday night versus Celtics? Do you think the Ranger fan is just a more loyal fan than oh, the Nick fan? Absolutely, they are. Yeah. No, no. All this talk about the no. Knicks selling out when they were bad. Come on. That was celebrities. That was a tourist trap. <laughs> it ain't a tourist attraction to go to Madison Square Garden and watch the Rangers. Those are real fans. The mm. Nick fans, they are fly by the night. Interesting. You want to retort that, Lugie? No, I don't. I don't. Again, I did not hear any of this stuff. <laughs> oh, and stop. Celtics fans are scum anyway. I don't know why we'd even back them to begin with. Uh, here. I'm not backing you them. Are. I'm, You're I'm, in bed with them because they're part of your dopey coalition. No. Yeah, because I saw the shot you took the other day. This would, and you're doing it now. This would never happen in a Ranger game. So, 
Ranger fans, don't fall in the trap that Evan is setting. He is still putting you down. He's being condescending. No, He's I'm taking sh- Yeah, you're taking shots at Nick fans and propping Ranger fans up. I'm He's making- still taking a shot at somebody. No, no, no. There's so no shot. Condescending. Uh, there's no shot. I'm an independent observer. No, you're not. Of not both spot, of those franchises. <laughs> He's an IHO, an independent hockey yeah, observer. That's right. Something. And I'm just saying that that doesn't happen with the Rangers. Now, I had an argument with a friend of mine who's an Islander fan, an Islander Nick fan. So he kind of fits in the middle. And he said, Evan, that's crap. The Rangers have to have this happen to them all the time. And I was like, dude, that's not true. Like, what, Maple Leaf fans take over Madison Square Garden? They don't. I don't. I've never seen that. It's scarce. We never have heard another team starting their chant in the building the way the Celtic fans did. I mean, that was stop. Rocking. You make it like a leprechaun basically came out at half court. It was a maybe a well. smattering at most. I just watched the video. It's, it's they almost it. retired Larry Bird's jersey. <laughs> <or something. laughs> Listen, as an expert on watching other fans take over my building, it was bad on Saturday. Mm. It's bad, and that's okay. Look, that's all right. Was don't it visually it. bad as well, or was it just audible? Oh, dude, there was green everywhere. You would have thought it was St. Patrick's Day Saturday night. I thought so, too. I was like, did I mess up my calendar? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyhow, let's get to some of your calls. 877-337-6666. And more of the Knicks coming up this hour. They get set to play a back-to-back, the Pistons tonight, the New Orleans Pelicans tomorrow. And there is a very alarming stat about the Knicks that I think will even worry the great Tommy Lugauer. Let's go to Matt in Howard Beach. What's up, Matt? Hey, Evan. Yo, so, what's up? Full play this week. Yeah. And uh, you were kind of putting down Mr. Rempe. Yeah. I don't know, man. Saturday, you know, yeah. another fight. Did you see what he did to Delorier's head? <laughs> yes, um, I did, yes. I yeah. mean, he, guys, the guy's like, he's like the real-life Ivan Drago. Whatever he is, <laughs> he destroys, right? So, but, I mean, and he's been challenged. Other than the first game with Matt Martin, you know, saying, you know, just giving the kid a go, right? He's been challenged for every game. So it's not like he's going out there and being the aggressor. You know, he's just answering the call. How long is this going to continue? Like, Matt, is he going to get challenged to a fight like every single night? They play the Blue Jackets again in a couple of days. Is he going to get challenged to a fight? No, I think, honestly, now that it's past a week or so now, I think it'll die down. It it, it just is what it is. He's made his name for himself. And I think people are really seeing yeah, what I he's will, doing to people. Let me, let me give, <laughs> I don't know if they want that. Let me give Rempe and the Rangers some love. I want to give an honest... Like, seriously, I want to give him some love. All right. I remember, and you clean up the incident, obviously, Sean, because I don't remember the Mm. finer details of it. But I remember when the Rangers got pushed around about four years ago. The Tom Wilson game? The Tom Wilson game. And there was nobody with the balls to stand up. And I think even James Dolan came out with, like, a statement, basically just ripping the softness of the team. And I will say this about Matt Rempe and the New York Rangers. They have come a long way from that moment and from that incident where they just appeared to be such a soft team that would get beat up and pushed around. And now you've got this kid in Matt Rempe who's 6'7", who's taken on all challengers, who's beaten the crap out of people. Like, that is a uh, definitely a big change from where we were sitting four years ago with that whole Tom Wilson thing. Yeah, and just a couple of the names that you guys would never know. Kevin Rooney and Colin Blackwell had to fight the next time they played the Capitals. They had nobody, no toughness. No wasn't, it, wasn't it like a stage fight, too, where like yeah. they knew, okay, mm. we have to... What was the story again? Tom Wilson had a cheap hit on somebody? Yeah, the cheap hit. I actually forgot who it was on. It was a complete blind side. The Rangers basically had nobody out there. Everybody was flying and hitting all their stars. Uh, I think Panarin had gotten hurt, too. It was a big deal. 
And then the Rangers basically knew the next game, everybody they had had to drop gloves. Right, right. And it was like a whole spectacle at MSG. And then that's when they cleaned up, cleaned house on the coach. Gallant came in. They got rid of everybody. And they got tougher and faster and everything. And yeah. now you got a guy in Matt Rempe who's willing to fight everybody. It's kind of crazy. It's great. No, I, I get why you guys like it. I do. We'll get back to your calls in a second. 877-337-6666. Speaking of fights and teams not liking each other, Deion Dawkins of the Buffalo Bills came out and threw a blowtorch at the New York Jets. We'll take a listen to what he had to say, plus a very alarming trend following the New York Knicks as they creep closer and closer to the playoffs. Evan and Tiki on the fan. I don't know if you guys heard this. This made me laugh. Did not make me angry as a Jet fan. But Deion Dawkins, offensive lineman of the Buffalo Bills, was on something called Vlad TV. I have no idea what that is. Are you familiar with Vlad TV? I've heard of it. I'm familiar with it. You are? Yeah. What is it? It's Vlad TV. I don't know. I've just seen things that have been on Vlad TV. You have TV. no That's idea my what Vlad no, no, TV I am. Is. I absolutely am. I've heard of it, but I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Can you I give me any it. piece of information about Vlad TV other than I've heard of it? It features <laughs> guests, and I the fellow's name is Vlad, and it's on TV. I'm <laughs> <laughs> such a liar. It's a DJ Vlad. He's DJ an American Vlad. interviewer, journalist, and former DJ. Oh, okay. Mm. And he's the creator of the news website, Vlad TV, that's taken off to get big guests. On there YouTube. you go. I appreciate that. So DJ Vlad had Deion Dawkins of the Bills on. Without a shirt on. Though. Without a shirt. Yeah, he was shirtless. Bizarre. Bizarre. And he's calling the Jets weird, but whatever. And he attacked my <laughs> football team. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Deion Dawkins attacking the New York Jets. What happened? Weirdos being weird. <laughs> Weirdos being weird. <laughs> You know, I don't even want to get a man no credit talking about him, you know. But number 72. Michael Clements. Michael Clements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boy. Um, <laughs> boy. You know, I'm going to just keep it a buck. I hate them. All of them, bro. They are awesome. Like, when it comes to sports, right, there's people that play the sport because they love the sport. And then there's people that play the sport just to try to be cool. I feel like they play the sport to try to be cool. Like, those are a bunch of dudes that just want to to take pictures on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's whack. Like, I play this because I'll die by it. Like, but yeah, like, Clemens, look, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened because you know I want to. Let's go. Shall I fix myself <laughs> in the seat? <laughs> to tell you about your boy, man. Oh, what, what? You know, Qu look, Quentin Williams, solid. Oh, I respect thanks. the dude. Thank you. Quentin Williams is valid. I like him. Uh, when Ty Bowles and was there, respect him. Temple got two. A couple guys. Oh, Even their like, D-line coach, Ryan Davis, he was one of my teammates. Oh, cool. I'm going to get them off the grid. Good. I'm and good. the rest of them, don't care. Don't like you. Well, well first of all, <laughs> this guy has the balls to say this is why they play football and this is why I play football. Meanwhile, you're sitting there with DJ Vlad shirtless looking like a fool. And he's talking about my guys? Maybe it's warm in there. Oh, right. stop. How would you take this if you were still playing and it was said about your unit? Uh, I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care? I didn't. I never got triggered by trash talk. It, it, it wasn't the thing that motivated me. Hmm. I think, I don't know, you're, you're searching for something if you got to motivate yourself by talking trash to somebody else. I don't know. It just, it just This was weird. I know what he was trying to do and trying to be cool, but it was more like he was trying to be cool. It was just, it was an odd presentation. Yeah, attacking my like entire a very defense. odd presentation. Like, he literally attacked everyone on the Jet defense but Quentin Williams. He excluded him. And Todd Bowles. And, right, who cares? He hasn't been the coach in years. Right. The hell does that matter? And Sauce Gardner went out on social media and said that he plays the game to take care of his family mm. and that he's got no beef. 
Uh, and he was kind of surprised by this. But Deion Dawkins trying to start a thing with my New York Jet team. I wasn't even mad as a fan. I was laughing at it. This is awesome. What's awesome that they're going to dislike each other? Well, uh, first of all, I just hate the whole jersey swapping culture. Yeah. What? So, <laughs> no, like, what I understand. What does that have to do with anything? Because everybody's all lovey dovey after games. I want bitter rivals oh, in I sports. You. And you know what? If the Jets and Bills are going to give this to us and there's like legitimate player hate, first of all, I'm here for it. Second of all, you know, is Dion probably right? Yeah. He's right about what? I don't know what happened, and I'm sure they're not great. No, no, no. He called the entire Jet defense basically was, a bunch of phonies here's who the thing. don't play the game for the right reason. because of the confrontation, confrontation. he had with Michael Clement. Here is the thing. The Jets acquired Aaron Rodgers, and you could see this from the outside if you were not a Jet fan. The Jet players talked with an arrogance and swagger that you could say is nothing wrong with it until you realize you don't win a lot of football games. <laughs> that was a team that portrayed itself on social media and vocally, and I'm sure on the field, like they were the Chiefs, like they were the Niners. And you know what? If you're a team that's been through the playoffs and been through the wars like the Bills, you're looking at these dudes like they're ants on the bottom of your shoe and then step on them. Like, yeah. What are you guys And they've doing? really kicked the Jets' ass the last two years, haven't Bottom line they? is this, Evan. No, you no, bottom line is what? Where it's, the not, Jets... it's not about the head-to-head. It's just it's, it, what he's talking about is that the Jets are talking like they've been to the playoffs, and what is whereas the Whereas the Bills have been, to yeah. The what have they accomplished? By oh, them? they they're they're stuck by the by the they're, they're blocked by the Kansas City. Yeah, Chiefs. they in their season like losers oh, the way yeah, we do. It doesn't so matter. Then, I mean, there's a lot of great right. teams that just got blocked by another great team. The Jets haven't Think done enough it. to earn any respect where they should be the egomaniacs. Have, they are. Here's the problem, and I understand you hate the Jets. That's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. What have the shut up? You do hate the Jets. Don't no. give me this. I don't hate the Jets. I point out the truths about Tiki. The Jets. I bust balls on. I don't think he genuinely hates no, the I Jets. You hate the Jets. You hate the Jets. I like Nate Hackett. Oh, sure. <laughs> you can't use that. <laughs> the Jets did nothing wrong. Like, literally, other than suck, okay? Other than having a inept offense. But I think that's the point of it. No, no, I, their I, I offense think... sucked. Their defense was right. damn good. Why is he attacking everybody on the defense? And what did the defense do? Because he's, he's a guard. Okay. That's but, why. No, no, but Sean's the one defending him. So I'm not even mad at yeah. Deion Dawkins. What did the Jet defense do? And let, let me guess. DJ Reed said they're the 85 Bears. <laughs> Besides that one throwaway line that even I ripped, what did they do so wrong and so over the top that makes you side with shirtless Dawkins over a class act like Sauce Gardner, who's as classy as they come, who's done nothing wrong other than getting his Snapchat hacked over the weekend? First did of all, really? Yes. yes. Yeah, no. Look into that. As an aside, <laughs> don't kill him for being shirtless because I like that as a bigger person, I could take my shirt off at the beach and Deion Dawkins represents that you should have no shame in that. I That's want you to do one. an entire show shirtless in right. the next two weeks, okay? You, need, you oh. need a few more tattoos, bro. I got one. <laughs> He's got, got one. like 5,000. What do you want? You want me to put barbed wire around my nipples? I'll do it for you. Fat, fat, fat. Will you do an entire show shirtless in the next two weeks just because you feel like it? Sure. Okay. I'll sit here. All right, next right. Tuesday. Done. Nice. Fine. Have Done. Fu- have okay. fun, Loogie. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with He doesn't have to, like, smell him. He's just sitting next to him. Don't have to smell him. I don't smell, by the way. I shower You don't exactly look today. like Brad Pitt with a shirt on. I don't even want to imagine what you look like with your shirt off. And I got to sit next to you? Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Next Tuesday, the first ever Evan and Tiki shirtless Tuesday. Uh, we can all be shirtless if you want. No. no. Yeah, that'll look good. Me versus Tiki. I'm sure that'll be good. <laughs> exactly. But Sean Just will do look- some push-ups in the break. You'll be yeah. all right. Sean will be shirtless. And then we, uh, the three of us can decide if we want to join in. I have a feeling Tiki's going to say yes. Go ahead. <laughs> right. I don't know what was said, trash talk back and forth on the field, but I'm guessing that on the field, the Jets talked like the Seahawks talked, the Legion of Boom. And in the end, if they're a defensive first team, they're a great defense. 
their wins didn't translate. And I think if you're a winning team, you look at the Jets, you're like, just shut up. You're like the little annoying chihuahua at the bottom of the foot. I think teams looked at the Jets that way, and they're getting called on it. Mm. And I'm happy, shirtless or not, call the Jets out for the gimmicks. Shut up, win some games, then start talking. You know, in some ways, he's he's, he's not wrong because the Jets, if the Jets had fulfilled just even a partial of the hype that they had, you would have felt differently about them. I'm talking about as an opposing, as opposing team. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like a lot of bluster, and a lot of people even said this. They won the preseason, which is fantastic, great, but it means absolutely nothing. And so when they end up falling apart to the extent that they did, teams kind of take joy in that, what especially did, the rivals. No, no, no. Here's the thing that's kind of annoying me now about all you guys. What did they I'm just s- trying to give the perspective. They didn't say anything. Exactly. But so it wasn't, what did it they wasn't do even, wrong? It wasn't, honestly, Evan, it wasn't even their fault. It was it was the hype machine. That's the media, the fans. It's probably honestly more the fans, like with the fa- how the fans presented the Jets. Now it's our fault. I'm not. It's not your fault, but I'm just saying it. Just that's what other teams hear. Like they, Sauce Garden is not going to say anything derogatory towards. Nor, nor did Dawkins. he. Nor did he. Right. Brees Hall's not saying anything derogatory towards the Buffalo Bills. Like no, none of the guys are actually trying to get. Bulletin board material. None of that's it, but the fans are yeah, but right, the, and the media around the you team. You guys is. make not not you, Tiki, or even Sean. Though Sean's joining in, it's like guys make things up sometimes. Hmm. It's like they make up a perception that they want to have happen. So no, I will include you, Sean. So okay. the Jets last year came into a season with a lot of hype, hmm. a lot Tons. of hype, and there were some fans, not all fans, but certainly a decent amount of fans that thought, "Hey, they're going to win the Super Bowl." And you don't like Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers said, yeah, the Lombardi is lonely, and he said that. And DJ Reed had his throwaway comment about the 85 Bears, and you were annoyed. You don't like the Jets. You don't like the Jets. And so you created in your mind that they were bigger, kind of big mouths than they actually were. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not really based on reality. This wasn't Rex Ryan's well, Jets. but well, You created this narrative in your head that wasn't really true, and you can't even back it up. Well, hold on. The Jets are also not the first team or the last team that is going to come into a season with unearned hype and have fans go nuts and then be the hated team with the target on the back. It's a tale as old as time. The Jets were just the next in line. However, I would argue that Deion Dawkins, who did play them twice, who did have a tunnel incident, is probably validating oh, stop. some of what we thought. Why do you think you... he just pulled the thin air? Something no. happened that he was fighting somebody in the tunnel? Why do you give Deion Dawkins the benefit of the doubt over a class act right. like Sauce Gardner? I, so, Why? I don't get that. So Deion Dawkins isn't a class act? Did you listen to the no. to the end of that that conversation? That's the, that's the problem. Got cut off there. Right. So I have no idea what he actually said happened. Like there's, There could have been something, I don't know, Talking about his mama or something. I have honestly have no so idea. So that puts every Jet player I, on defense, not named Quinn and Williams, I, I into. No, I have no idea. They only play the game because they want to be cool. I have no. Well, that that he, was his line. When he's talking about his social media, what he's talking about is the presentation that a lot of this is not just this isn't just the Jets. This is really everybody, mm-hmm. and it's in professional sports, at least in the NFL. It's all about brand building and things of that nature. So I think what he's talking about is. That okay, but here's he's what annoys about, me about he's, that. He's talking no, no. about seeing all these okay. different what athletes did Sauce Gardner? act like they've been elite or they've been all pros. Well, 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 or no, and, no, this and, and is crap. Not, what did Sauce Gardner, who doesn't drink or smoke, who puts so much emphasis on being the best player he can be, right. and yes, he has fun on social he's media. Making fun what the hell media. did he do that deserves that kind of comment? Like he's just trying to play okay. to be cool, Hold and on. even you're do co-signing you, do, it. Do you think Deion Dawkins was being like vicious? No, but I think what do you think he was doing? I think he was just being a troll. 
Exactly. Yeah. And trolling is what? It's half satire. It's half, oh, this guy, you want to put out some social media video that you're all hot and, and whatever? Yeah, you're just trying to look cool. That's what. That's all he's talking. But do you think Charles Gardner plays the game to be cool? No. Okay. But I don't think any of these guys play the game to be cool. All but right. they do take advantage of having large social media followings to try to look cool. Look and at me. And look so what I'm doing. A guy who went shirtless on a podcast, what's he trying to do? Same thing. Okay. Right. He's the pot proverbially calling the kettle black. I know. That's that's exactly what he's and doing. And you guys are defending him I'm for some reason. I'm not defending him at all. I'm and, just saying it's pointless nonsense. And right on cue, Tyreek Hill is now currently tweeting, quote tweeting Sauce Gardner, calling him out for holding in reps. Nice. <laughs> what? So these guys don't like them. The other guys calling, in the league don't like wait, them. Calling him out for holding in reps? So Sauce Gardner tweeted out some kind of video saying just a decent press rep from Sauce, and Sauce said chill or whatever, and Tyreek Hill now has quote tweeted that in the last 10 minutes and said, I'll, I'll fix this for you. Just another hold rep by Sauce. It just plays into the current conversation. Plays into what? These other guys in the NFL had it with the Jets. So why do we defend Tyree Kill and Deion Dawkins? Why do you feel the need to instantly defend anyone who's not a Jet? What is Sauce Gardner played done? in big games, big playoff games? Sauce Gardner's got to earn it a little bit. Oh, Sauce Gardner hasn't earned it. He's just the best cornerback in the league two years in, and he's got to earn it. Let's see him play in right? some big games. And it's not his fault that, that he his hasn't. Fault. Exactly. It's not his fault. But that's just the reality, though, Ev. Not everything is everybody's fault, but you do have to earn it a little bit in league eyes. Go, I, I got to see you on some big stages you first. You hate the Jets so much. I don't hate the Jets. They're, <laughs> no, they're irrelevant to my call, life. Okay, right. That you feel the need to laugh and giggle and defend anything Tyree Killer, Deion Dawkins says. Because it's anti-jet. That's where the, that's the planet we mm. live on, Tiki. Mm. Well, He's the, so desperate to hate them. Every year they do these polls, and it's the most hated player, the most overrated player, the most hated team, yada 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 yada. The worst franchise, etc. Mm-hmm. At some point, we'll get that for this past season. Good. Let every player, and, and then we can revisit this discussion. Let every NFL player say Sauce Gardner's overrated. No, Does that not, make it true? No, it's not even about Sauce because Sauce Gardner is not overrated. Like he's elite. We know this. I don't know. Tyree Kill's basically saying he holds all the time, but that's okay. not calling him overrated. That's not overrated. Everybody holds. I mean, hell, look, the, the Kansas City Chiefs held every play in the Super Bowl, mm. and they got away with it. So it is what it is. If you can get away with it, then fine. If not, you're going to get called for it and be, I don't know, penalized in the. Court of public opinion. See, now you're annoying me. You're smiling. You think this whole thing is funny. I think everyone crapping on the Jets. It's hilarious. I think it has nothing to do with what happens between the lines on a Sunday Bingo. afternoon. So when people want to talk trash, great. Can you beat me? Like people want to do steroids, great. Can you beat me? People want to put cuter pictures on social media, great. Can you beat me? I don't care. No, I get the beauty you. of sport is that it gets solved between the lines. Yes. And all, the all this other stuff is nonsense. It's BS. It's it's poopycock. Right? What? <laughs> I like that. You like that very one. Very nice. It's uh, very British of me. Uh-huh. But like, it's one of those things. Isn't that it I poppycock? Uh, whatever. I what did you say? Poopy? Poopycock. I think it's poppy. It's poppycock. Well, I think it could be well, poopycock. What's poppy? Uh, some seed. British term. Okay, what's poopy? Excuse me? What's poopy? Uh, something that exactly. kids do. Exactly. Oh, you, exactly. You, you it don't? It smells <laughs> and it's disgusting and you don't want any part of it. Yeah, but don't call you're, it that. You're better off walking past it. Right? Uh, and that's what I'm talking about. This is poopycock. Right. Whatever that perhaps is. Poppy, Poppy. But why Poppy is Poopy? The hell does the other Jet Hater want? Maybe, we only have three well, on the show. Let's add another one. You know what, one. Evan? Perhaps if your owner wasn't tweeting about uniforms and dopey <laughs> highlights from 10 years ago, maybe the players wouldn't act like that. That has know, nothing to do oh, with it. Oh, it has nothing to do with it. It's the, the culture of the Jets. No, it's not. When the highest person on the Jets Sauce team. Gardner doesn't care about Woody Jones. No, no, My point doesn't is, care is about from it. the top down, there is no, no order on social media with the Jets. Stop the owner's tweeting about uniforms as a Super Bowl. I don't like Woody Johnson, but save that for the. 
Lou Gower. That's ridiculous. How is that ridiculous? Like you think because you don't have a counter? Charles Gardner tweets because Woody. I, I'm I'm confused. Okay. I, I got to move on. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's go sure. to move find on. out who's a bigger baby, Lugi or Morash from Ed and Mohegan Lake. What's up, Ed? <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, uh, it's it's Poppycock. By the way, <laughs> it's Poopycock. Poopycock is better. The biggest baby was Sean because after you asked the question, he said. No, 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 no. <laughs> that I is true. A big baby in a soiled diaper, right. crossing his arms and holding his breath. Uh, Ed's got me. That's a good point. That's the way he way responded to who's a bigger baby making the excuse for the Ranger no, loss Sunday no, or the Nick no. loss Saturday. No, not me. Sean's got the uh, Sean wins. Congratulations. That was like a universal win that you're a bigger baby. I'm That's the, the first baby. time I'll tip my hat. He's right. When I react that way, that is the definition of being a baby. Let's go to Mike and Congers. How are you, Mike? I am doing well, guys. How are you guys? Well, good. Good. What's up? All right. Just wanted to mention you guys were talking earlier about how the Ranger fans can't, won't let the garden turn. But yeah. there was one example back about 35 years ago. 35? Yes, Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> 35. I go back a long ways with the Rangers. Wow. When Mario Lemieux scored a goal, possibly every possible way you could score a goal. Mm-hmm. And even Ranger fans were cheering whenever he touched the puck. Mm. But that was a rare, rare... But think about what you just did, Mike. You had to bring up a moment from 30 years ago. Meanwhile... And it wasn't... It wasn't... Penguins fans, right? No, that was appreciation of greatness. Right. But the Knicks fans do that too. Like, oh, Colby's here. Oh, MJ's here. Oh, LeBron's here. Oh, KD's here. Like, they've done that as well. Usually when the Knicks were bad. Like, that wouldn't happen now to defend the Knicks. Like, mm. the Knicks are not... Like, a couple of weeks ago when they played the Lakers and LeBron was out there, there wasn't this overwhelming, we need to show love for yeah. LeBron. I think Ooh, the Knicks fan uh-huh. now takes it a little bit more serious. I think what, what happened on Saturday was not... Nick fans appreciating some other greatness, which, by the way, I would never do as a sports fan. Like, I'm there to see my team win. Mm-hmm. And the best example of that was back in 1998, while you were playing football, the home run chase occurred between Mark McGuire and yeah, Sammy Sosa. Remember this. And Mark McGuire came to Shea Stadium for a doubleheader, and he hit a home run off the, uh, the Bud Light sign in right center field. It was his 50th home run of the season. He had become like, I forget what the stat was, like first guy to hit 50 home runs in back-to-back back season, whatever it was. And the crowd started cheering for Mark McGuire. Wow. And I got pissed. And I was yelling at people, like, what are we doing? We're in a pennant race. The Mets were in a real-life pennant race in 1998. In fact, they lost by one game. They missed the wild card spot by one game that year. And I was not appreciating the greatness. Now, this had nothing to do with steroids. I didn't know what was going on. That's nothing to do with that. It was more, I'm here to see my team win. Yeah. Now, what happened with the Knicks on Saturday was not that. It was simply Celtic fans showing up to your building. It wasn't a, hey, we're appreciating Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're appreciating Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> that was merely, hey, Boston fans yeah. took over the building. And that should never, ever happen if you're a true championship contender. You should never allow your building to be invaded. <laughs> now, speaking of championship contender, I have a stat. About the New York Knicks, that is very, very alarming. And we're going to find out, does this alarm Lugies, big Knicks fan? See if this scares him a little bit. A little scared. A little, uh, ooh, that's kind of concerning. So the New York Knicks, if they and when they make the postseason, will be matched up against a playoff team. Mm -hmm. Right, They'll be in the postseason. Do you realize that the New York Knicks have played 20 games against teams that would register as postseason teams in the Eastern Conference. This year. This season. Okay. And their record in those 20 games that they've played is an ungodly 7-13. and 13. Mm. 
including 0-4 against the Celtics, 1-3 against Milwaukee, and overall 7-13. Before we get the Nick Fanboy answer on this, Tiki, as a independent hoops observer, yes. but you tilt more as a Nick fan, concerning? Not concerning. Um, you tell me. Not concerning as long as they're healthy. But if they're any way compromised physically, it portends bad things come the postseason. Okay. Portends bad things for the postseason. Lugie, your thoughts? I would say, what is their record post-OG Ananobi against playoff teams? Mm-hmm. They beat the T-Wolves. They beat the Nuggets. They beat the Sixers twice, both times in Philly. So Did Joel Embiid play in a... Well, he played in one of them. No, played in one the of them second game. Smoked them. No, in the second no, game. No, Tyrese Maxey, all-star played. So let me ask you this. When when I go through 7-13, and 13, should I categorize each win differently and each yes, loss differently? Yes, because I think this Knicks team post-OG Ananobi is different, and I'm not judging them what they did in December, November, October. I'm looking at what they did once he came here, and they were the best team in the NBA record-wise. Mm. But that sample size involves what? Like, how many times did you beat the Boston Celtics with all those guys? Them. No, well, they, they haven't played Boston with all I those under, guys. I, I get that. I'm not saying that they have. I'm merely suggesting you call them the best team in the NBA. Don't you have to prove them? They did. They beat the Nuggets. No, they, they beat the didn't. They, they did, beat they, the teams they, in front of them. They didn't yes. prove that because they didn't do it against the teams they're going to have to beat in the Eastern Conference. No, no, no. They didn't do that. Yes, after the trade, they certainly did. That's why I'm not going to look at... How many at, games did they actually play? It wasn't a big sample size of games. I just gave you games. four of them, so there you go. So okay. am I concerned? No. No, they are zero and four against the Celtics. They have one more game against them. Believe it or not, they play them a fifth time because of that uh, mm-hmm. midseason yeah. or in-season tournament. They are one and one against Cleveland. They're one and three against Milwaukee. They are two and zero against Philly and two and zero against Miami, which is not bad. They are one and two against Indiana. We don't have to do Orlando. And they're zero and three against Orlando. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to skip that. You could play them in the first round. Now, here's the good news. Can I give you good news? Yes. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> No, no, that's the good news. Why? The regular, regular season means nothing? Look, Lugie's right about one thing. If the Knicks had beaten Boston on Saturday night, what I would say is, hey, that's a great win. There's no denying that. But at the end of the day, what you do in the regular season, good or bad, is completely overrated from what happens in the playoffs. Right, it just, only thing, I mean, it positions you to be seated well. Well, that's different. Season. That's your old, but that counts against any team you play. Right, you know I, agree. What I mean? I agree. So the... Once you get to the postseason, it's a completely different calculation. Completely different calculation. Good or bad. Right. And it goes both ways. Like, I was arguing that against when the Knicks were playing as well as they were playing earlier this season or when they beat Philadelphia when they were mostly healthy. Like, that's great, and that's awesome. Like, I don't want to take away from winning a regular season mm-hmm. game because regular season games matter. And I think seeding matters. Like, that's one thing that we're going to be paying attention to if you're a Knicks fan over the next month and a half, and we certainly will, which is seeding matters. Who you're matched up with in the first round matters. Your route to a potential Eastern Conference Finals, it matters. That's why you've got to measure the difference between got to keep guys fresh, goodbye S&Y, plus we got to win. Mm-hmm. Wins matter. But good or bad, a lot of these regular season games, they don't tell you anything. No. They so don't. even if they beat Boston on Saturday, like you're right. I know you were trying to defend yourself, Luke, but I know you would have also been annoyed if I had come on after you beat Boston and said what I'm saying right now. You would have been like, oh, you're just minimizing a win. <laughs> I'm not minimizing anything. I'm just telling you that that bad number I laid out, and the reason I put it out there is I think it's interesting. I think it's good to know, and you can make your own decision on if that matters or not. I am telling you, not a big deal. No. Would not, would not worry me. Yeah, and in a playoff series, you're playing a team, you know, seven-game series, whatever. So it's different. Travel, it's not like playing in a regular season. It's just it doesn't, uh, you know, translate. You, you have to figure out how to win four games. Right. And so a lot of it then starts to fall on your coach. 
And that's still that that honestly would worry me more than any of the things you were Absolutely. just talking about. It's postseason adjustments. It's postseason adjustments. It's how to win four games either the same or differently. I um hate saying what I'm about to say. I hate it. And I'm gonna write it down so you can use it against me, or you can say, Wow, Evan, you nailed it. February twenty sixth. <laughs> 5.54 p.m. <laughs> I'm going to write it down so you can hold it again. <laughs> well, if you want to. I, I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity. Like, I'll brag about being right, but I should also be, you know, ripped for being wrong. I think the Boston Celtics are winning the whole damn thing. Why? I think the Celtics are winning that because I think they're the best team. That's why. You think they beat Denver? Because of Porzingis? Because of because he's the he's the difference, the different piece he, so, from the previous Season. Look, they obviously changed their roster a little bit. Marcus mm-hmm. Smart not being here. Yep. I think the experience of defeat sometimes is the biggest catalyst to getting over the top. Mm-hmm. And the Boston Celtics over the last two years have really felt the pain of defeat. Right. Last year, Eastern Conference Finals, a series they've got to win, coming back from 3-0 down. The year before that, yeah. let's not forget, they had the title one, ladies and gentlemen. They were going to win the NBA title. And Jason Tatum came up so freaking small. When you look sometimes at the road to a championship, Sean Morash told Mm -hmm. me this, actually. He said, sometimes you've got to suffer defeat before you suffer the ultimate win. (laughs) And unfortunately, and I do say unfortunately because I'm not rooting for the You think I'm rooting for the freaking Celtics? I certainly hope not. Like, yeah, if they're against your team, I'll be forced to. But no, I... If there's any Eastern Conference team I'd rather see win an NBA title, it's clearly the Cleveland Cavaliers. Why Cleveland? I like Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I like Jared Allen. That's random. And it <laughs> sticks it to LeBron a little bit. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I like that. Right. Plus, it'll make it easier for Donovan to tell Cleveland after the season, look, I'm out. you're welcome <laughs> for the title, I'm out. And then he can come home. I think to Tiki's point, KP's health is a huge thing. Of course. Yeah. Now, if he's going to be around, yeah, he's the difference maker. But if he's hurt, Drew Holiday, yeah, he gave him a guy who could defend in the in the backcourt. But if, if they don't have KP, I don't see them winning. Is the KP playing right now? Yes. Yeah. So then what, why are we talking about him being hurt? Because he has hurt? a massive injury history. Yeah. So does Julius Randle I now. understand that, but KP yeah, does but as well. Yeah, we're not even worried about Julius no, Randle right now. Look, I, I think that Porzingis' the, health is obviously a huge deal. The of question course. is who beats Jokic? Or even if they even make it. The Boston Celtics, I, mean, I just told you. No, no. Who, who, who checks him? Like, oh, who, well, who well, keeps him in you're check? You're not going to slow. You're not going to actually stop him. No. <laughs> sometimes you don't have to beat. Right. Sometimes you don't have to shut down a player to it's actually shut down beat everybody them, else necessarily. Right. But I do think, and I think they've shown it over the course of this regular season. They are an elite, elite team, and so the confidence that you guys have that you're going to knock them off, and by you guys I mean the Knicks. I, I commend you for having that confidence. I wouldn't. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, look at this. Want to hear from a Celtic fan? Not really. See if they share my enthusiasm for their team. Russell and Glenhead. Hey, Russell. How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, uh, Russell? So I'm a huge Celtics fan. Uh, didn't make it to the game because I wasn't about to pay $500 for it. <laughs> uh, I understand, bro. I'm more comfortable on your couch. Uh, but just a quick story. I'm actually also a huge Mets fan. Um, and I went to the Eastern Conference Finals when it was Celtics-Nets. Back in New Jersey, what was it 2000, 2001? 2002. Uh, 2001, 2002, uh, yes. Yes, I remember. Um, and I'm at the game. I was wearing my Larry Bird jersey. <laughs> uh, wasted guys behind me start heckling me the whole game. And, you know, the, the Nets were a much better team that year, even though they weren't great. Um, and uh, 
start at one point start doing a Bill Buckner chant to me. Oh, you know, Buckner, Buckner, and you're Buckner. A and you're a Med fan. And, and, and for some reason, I used to carry a Mookie Wilson baseball card in my wallet. Oh, really? And I just turned to him at one point. I go, I'm a much bigger Mets fan than you are. Um, and they were quiet the rest of the game. Nice. That's, that's, I, that's a good call. May I ask you, how did you become a Celtic Met fan? Like, how did that occur? I'm going to guess A's yeah, I, I have zero. I have it. zero connection to Boston. Um, as a, so I'm, I'm a little older. I'm 43. Um, as an obnoxious kid, that was my act of rebellion against my dad. Oh. My dad is a huge Knicks fan. Um, so as an obnoxious six- or seven-year-old, I said, hey, I'm going to be a Celtics fan. Wow. And I stuck with them. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I, I got to tell you, Russell, I'm very concerned about yeah. something because over the weekend – my three-year-old, his name is Spence, uh-huh. he loves basketball. Like, I've taken him to games, he's into it, he loves it. And what he really loved was the fact that the Nets had a player that almost shared his name, Spencer Dinwiddie. He would call him Pence Dinwiddie. That's how he speaks. <laughs> and so he loves himself some Spence Dinwiddie. And Spence Dinwiddie is no longer a Net. Well, we had a conversation because <laughs> over the weekend the Nets were playing. They played on Saturday against Minnesota. Nobody was paying attention. They were paying attention to the Nick game. Uh-huh. And Spence is on my lap. And he's like, Dad, Dad, where's Pence Dinwiddie? <laughs> and I said, son, um, he's not anymore. Why? Why? And I explained. <laughs> and then finally he asked the question I was afraid of. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> and I'm not one to lie. I'm just not one to lie. And I said, well, he's on the Lakers. And without missing a beat, he's like, I like the Lakers now. I like the Lakers now. And I said, are you sure? Because dad really loves the Nets, as does your older brother, Jet. And he's like, no, Nets. No, let's go Lakers. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Wait till he finds out LeBron James is on that team. Anthony Davis is on that team. It's gonna be and Spencer Dinwiddie. It'll be real funny about thirty years from now. You know? And he won the championship when he, the year he was born. That's true. <laughs> Holy crap! I didn't even think about that aspect of it. So many years from now, Spence will call up a sports talk radio station and talk about how he's a diehard Mets, Lakers, Jets yes, fan. Yes. And the host will say, "Hey, I'm just so curious. You know, you root for some loser franchises like the Mets and the Jets." Mm. Where the Lakers come from? He's gonna say, "I was born into it." No, he's born a Jet fan. I was born a Laker fan, or born a Mets fan. But when the Lakers won, I was born that year. Except he's not gonna say that. (laughs) He's gonna say because Spencer Dinwiddie was a Laker. Yeah, that's gonna be the most obscure story ever. His story is gonna evolve as he gains more knowledge and understanding of his journey. That's what's going to happen. I mean, it would be (laughs) like just wait. I'm trying to think. He's going to start looking at the colors. He's like, ooh, that gold is beautiful. (laughs) Oh, and purple. That's like royalty. Oh, this is amazing, Dad. Can we go to L.A.? Oh, my God. Can we go watch a Lakers-Nets game in L.A.? That makes me sick. It's going to be like, I'm trying to think of a good example of where, like today, we would somebody would call up and tell that story. Um, Oh, I got it. I asked that guy, why are you a Celtic fan? Yeah. And he's like, oh. Mel Palacios was on the Celtics. He was my favorite. <laughs> and we'd be like, what? Like Spencer Dinwiddie as a Laker is going to be a footnote in history, Tiki. Yes, but he does have the same name-ish. The question, though, is the Spence for the next three years keep changing teams, and he's one of these kids with a million different Ooh. hats. Because of Spencer Dinwiddie? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know if you've checked in on Spencer Dinwiddie lately. He's so bad, he may be playing in China in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Or with the Nets next year. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'd sign for that right now. Uh, 
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.